Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. Taking it slower today. Do you like this? The vibe? energy the energy is tricky for me. Why? Because you're all biz- <laughs> you're all business, and you have to go. You're like, it's let's just... get through this so I can get back to real business. And I'm just I'm chilling. A, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but that voice for me seems slightly seductive. Oh wow! <laughs> like, I don't think I have ever employed this like, voice. Hey, hey, Rachel. Ra- so you're telling me when I come at you with a sort of <laughs> slow hand, you assume that I'm trying to get me some. <laughs> I, maybe it's it's the slowness and the register you're in right now. The, f- the vocal fry is kind of <laughs> suggestive. This is a wonderful show. We talk about things we like, things that are good, things we're into, things that are wonderful. That's why it's called that. Oh, hey, we figured it out. Do you have a small wonder? I would Because I would love to hear about the small wonder you have. I like that. I like that that fish noise that you make. That's my small wonder. It's fun to do. It is fun to do. Yeah. It's fun to make noises sometimes. Uh, I bet Michael Winslow is just always sort of like (laughs) so happy. I can't reference him anymore, can I? Because it's been a million years. Yeah, I don't think that registers with anybody. I think even people our age and older don't know who he is. Like I have I've not seen the police academy films. Well you haven't. No. So it feels uh, disingenuous for me to reference. I don't think I've seen an entire one, but they used to show them on Comedy Central all the time. All the fucking time. And so time. I'd catch like a part of it. You would turn on Comedy Central like time, let's see if we can jack into some South Park, but then you'd see Steve Gutenberg's fucking face and you'd be like, this isn't what I wanted. <laughs> but then you'd see Michael Winslow like, <laughs> and you're like, never mind. I'll stick around for for this guy. <laughs> Uh, I came up with something while, oh, you good, were, good, t- good. while you were talking about Michael Winslow. Yeah, good. Uh, so after you mentioned the graphic novels, yeah, uh, we got a lot of people reaching out to us saying like, hey, have you read this one? You should try that one. And it was just great to be part of this community just recommending children's literature. Really excellent. Yeah, yeah. I am excited to uh, continue to broaden our literary horizons. Yeah, it, it's it's. Kind of darling in a way, but a lot of times Henry, like all kids, will be like, ooh, bedtime. And then I'll be like, I got you a new book. And then he will literally run towards the stairs. It's very sweet. It's very cute. Yeah. Uh, I've been I've been reading a lot lately. Yeah. Hey, me too. It's nice. At, at, at bedtime, we, we both, we get in the bed and we both and we've pull just out started our, our literature and it's really, it's nice. I've, I've been reading a lot more like fantasy fiction um, because, I don't know, I just have like an insatiable appetite for it now. And I just read the, uh, a trilogy... Well, apparently it's more than a trilogy I found out after finishing the third book, but from uh, an author named Brandon Sanderson called Mistborn. That's been so good. It's a big popular fantasy trilogy of big-ass books, and I read them real fast because they're really good, and now I want more. Are they so big because of the like the world building? Yes. Okay, so it's just like, hey, the, here it's not tree, it's tro. Yeah, that's and, more or less what they do. And in, the tros have roots up top and branches down low. Well, yeah, that's that's an example it of it. It sounds a little Dr. Seuss now that I'm saying It sounds that. a little bit, actually. I think you did rhyme. <laughs> I go first this week. Okay. I'm going to talk about the trampoline. 
No. I had the thought last time we recorded of like, I should talk about the trampoline. And then um, I forgot. But yeah. now I'm doing it now because the trampoline is a, is a miracle. It's a miraculous invention. Here, here is a quick, quick question up top. Yeah. Did you feel this way before we purchased one? Or do you feel it now that you have one in our backyard? I, f- I felt it before. I feel it even more now. Because I thought of the <laughs> trampoline as a sort of exotic... I would get excited. I would get excited if yeah. I ever saw a trampoline and had the opportunity to get up on it, right? Yeah, because you can jump really high on these things, <laughs> and that's it's exciting. True. I can't it's jump true. very high in like my normal day to day life, but on a trampoline, it's made possible. So, for you, your primary love of it does not come from the fact that it wears out our son. That is actually no. No, I. I will never. Love it for any reason more than the fact that it wears out our son. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have been looking for ways to get sort of more physical activity uh, in 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 our routine, uh, specifically for Henry, because we, we have like virtually no yard uh, and we live on a, like a super hilly neighborhood where there's, you know, it's not the easiest to just go yeah. outside and scamper. And um, though we live in Texas, we have not yet signed Big Sun up for sports of any kind. No. Uh, and uh, darn it, wouldn't you know, they're letting him take naps at school. Yeah. He's in a in a Montessori classroom with age three to five. So obviously the three-year-old's napping is very much a thing. Five-year-old, not so much. But, but then he just started napping. Now so he gets he's home, like into the nap. And then he gets home and he's just, just super charged. And if we yeah. do not wear him out, he will not go to sleep. Yes. Trampoline is here to help us out with that. <laughs> it's clutch, man. It's very safe, the one that we got. All, not as expensive as I would have assumed. It was like 200 bucks for like a big, like I think 14 or 12 foot trampoline. Yeah, because when you're a kid, like the only people that had trampoline. Were like, rich friends. Yeah, they also had like the cable with all the channels. <laughs> right, exactly. It's 200 bucks is nothing to sneeze at, but uh, well worth it for the amount of yeah. s- sleepy child energy that well and they are they're much safer now than they used to be like yeah you can't really buy one without that big net around there's a big enclosure that sort of come is is standard uh the springs aren't exposed springs are not exposed which is wonderful i would say my main sort of injuries i have received from trampolines in my life is from getting pinched by those springs yeah my buddy Demo, who lived on the opposite end of the block from me, had a trampoline with, but it didn't have an enclosure because it was the '90s, and the number of injuries sustained on that thing uh, is is sort of wild. I smashed my nose and had like the worst sort of bloody nose situation I've ever had uh, with my own knee. Like I just <laughs> yeah. like bounced on my butt and my yeah. foot hit first, and my knee just like blasted into my nose yeah. and really messed it up. A girl dislocated her shoulder on it one time and had to go to the emergency uh. room. Um, but it was, you know, you could jump really high. So it was still <laughs> so, like, yeah, so there you go. that wasn't enough yeah, to Yeah, I will us. say, I imagine the more you age, the more trampolines become dangerous. Because right now, like Big Sun, he just, like, he just bounces. He just That's bounces, all he, yeah. he did, No stunts. No, like, five other kids on there with him. No. Uh, it really is exclusively just for him and you to chase each other around. Gus gets a little son gets in there too, though, and <laughs> it's very cute. He's just he, he's down for whatever. You can pop him around, and he's like, "Yeah, man, whatever." He's a tough. <laughs> he's a tough old nugget. Uh, 
it's 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 a, also just kind of a fun little space to be in when you're outside. Like yeah. it's up off the ground, so there's no ants. Mm-hmm. And you can just a lot of the time we'll just go out there with some toys and just like play with toys out on the trampoline. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll throw a soccer ball in there that and soccer ball. Get about yeah, it. Yeah, that is an activity in itself. We have a lot of games that we play. The one that Henry likes the most is Burglar, where I he has caught me burglarizing his house and his toys, and he throws the ball at me while I try to jump out of the way. <laughs> Uh, and sometimes he hits me with the freeze beam, and then I do have to stop, and then he just throws a ball at me. And <laughs> that part's not as fun for me. I didn't know kids knew the word burglar. It seems I like- mean, Henry's a very smart <laughs> Well, it child. just seems like a word that's not really used frequently anymore. Hmm, yeah. These you know, kids today. You, you never hear like, oh, yeah, man, last night our house was burgled. <laughs> Well, there's different, it means different things, right? Like burglary and robbery are two. I had to learn this in like my. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. They were interchangeable. No, I had to learn this for um, like my reporting classes at, oh. the, at the J school because there's different, that makes there's sense. different crimes. I think robbery is, uh, and I mean, this is like also like criminal law. Yeah. Like they're of different course. crimes. Of course. I think robbery is when someone's home but burglary is when you steal people's shit from their house and they're not home uh oh. so ro- i think that's i think yeah, that, that sounds right still though around. still though still though still you don't go on like a website and somebody's like hey i've started to go fund me because i was burgled right yeah it's a funny word <laughs> objective okay anyway. it sounds like burger yeah yeah um <laughs> It's also good for confidence building, I feel like, because it's like yeah. you don't have to be afraid of falling down. If yeah. you're a little kid and you're in there, because you can just like, you will bounce right back up. Has he tried the butt bounce yet? Once or twice. Once or twice. Does, is, how does he feel about it? It's hard to fight that instinct to like put your hands below you and like catch yourself that yeah. way. To just catch it full butt is, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, we're working on it's it. It's hard because like Griffin demonstrated that for me and was like, oh, we are, we are too old and big to be doing this. So it's hard to like show Henry the butt bounce and not put your own self at risk. Right. The origins of the trampoline, it's hard to sort of pin down the exact one because people have been tossing people into the air with blankets for a very long time. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I think in Don Quixote, there's a, a bit where Sancho Panza is thrown in the air with a blanket as like a punishment. Uh, but this is obviously a, a different thing. Also, uh, firefighters, like old timey firefighters in the 19th yeah. century used to use those uh, what were called life nets, which yeah. were essentially just a, bu- a bunch of people pulled a thing, taught, Gosh. and would catch people. Can you imagine like trusting a group of human beings that much that you're like, yeah, I'll jump out of this burning Chicago high rise, and you guys are going to hold that blanket real tight, right, guys? Yeah, but not so tight that I bounce right off of it. And go, yeah, that's another big concern. Um, so circus performers were using sort of various bouncy things for their business, their bouncy business for a long time. <laughs> I'm picturing like a little briefcase with a fold-out trampoline. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm talking more about like springboards, right? Which is a totally different thing. Uh, By the way, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, no, please. I'm real jacked up on this trampoline idea. Yeah. I was just thinking like, you know, those little like places for kids. One of them should be called bouncy business. <laughs> bouncy business is a great, would be a great name for that. Uh, there's there's like circus folklore that attributes the invention of the trampoline to 
a an aerialist artist named Du Trampoline. Oh my god! Uh, who utilized the like trapeze safety net for yeah. fun instead of safety? Uh, and this is made up. Like there is literally no documented evidence of a performer named Du Trampoline who did such a thing. The real origins of the like what we know as the trampoline. Uh, was created by George Nissen and Larry Griswold, um, or perhaps Griswold. Yeah, it is Griswold. That's a typo on my fault. My fault, guys. Uh, and they were gymnasts at the University of Iowa in the 1930s, and they they learned sort of in the du trampoline style that trapeze artists had sort of these specialized safety nets that they used for specifically new trapeze artists that were more sort of forgiving. And they were essentially just like uh, tarps with grommets running along the edge of it, which is essentially, you know, what a trampoline is or, or would eventually become. Uh, and so they started to workshop a sort of toy version of it, not even a toy version of it, right? Because they were using it for gymnastics and different sporting events. But they trademarked it, uh, trampoline, which is Spanish for diving board, apparently. Uh, but they anglicized it and trademarked it and opened up the Griswold Nissen Trampolining, uh, Trampoline and Tumbling Company in 1942. Uh, trampoline was a trademark, right? Like Band-Aid. Yeah. And so the generic, wow. it used to be, it's not anymore. But the generic word that they used for like the concept or the sport was rebound tumbling, which I actually think I like more. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but like, what did you call the surface? What do you mean? Well, if if trampoline is trademark, then what are you jumping on if you can't call it a trampoline? A rebound tumbler. Oh, the surface was called a rebound tumbler. I thought that. I act, mean, the, the act of doing it was called a. It was both. It was okay. both things. Okay. Sort of like how a trampoline is called a trampoline, but if you bounce on it, it's trampolining. Yes. Oh, okay. Essentially, it's the same thing. Uh, I just, I just think trampolines rule from a physics standpoint. They're fascinating because it's not the, you know, it's not the mat itself that stretches and launches you. It is the springs that surround the, the mat. And yeah. so when you yeah, push- Yeah, there's nothing like inherently bouncy about that tarp surface. No, and it, what what happens is that the springs store potential energy as you push down into them and then translates it into kinetic energy as it launches you back up into the air. Yeah. That's fascinating to me. Yeah, it, it, there's so much rhythm involved in it too. That's the one thing like that's been kind of hard to communicate to Henry is that when you are bouncing with somebody that is much bigger than you, how you like... You have to match their footfalls. Yeah, or like else... how you can time it so you really get the advantage of it and yeah. not just like minimal bounce. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I love the trampoline. Yes. It's good. The static electricity... Oh, it's fun. fun. Yeah. You get a lot of wild sort of Doc Brown hair going, mm -hmm. uh, which I love. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks, trampolines. And thanks, M Mr. Nissen and Griswold, mm -hmm. for your bouncy stuff. Can I see you, Wayne? Yes. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis -vis, um, website design 
or website functionality, and you think, I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghostwriter, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Stiles <laughs> episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people you can, you can sell uh, your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in wow the yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain griffin yeah you know it's a shame what is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? Is <laughs> factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. <laughs> factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters with, I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. Got a couple bubble bubbles here. And this first one's for Jeff. And it's from Clarice who says, hi, babe. I hope this message plays on a car ride to get french fries and milkshakes, but if not, then let's go soon, please? Or maybe we'll be on our way to a camping trip with the pup and our families. I know that together the adventures we have planned this year are going to be wonderful. I love, adore, admire, look up to, and dream about you. That's a lot of verbs that mm -hmm. Clarice does toward Jeff. <laughs> um Although I do, I guess it's, I guess that is, I look up to you and dream about you and love, adore, and admire you. Um, and I, I covet you. Ooh. Well, that doesn't, that's not a good verb. <laughs> that's like biblical in a way that I don't quite understand. See, I was going to focus on, on the dog and how that is the one real advantage I see having a dog to a cat is that you could take a dog camping with you. And they keep you safe, like and call the wild. The idea of taking a cat camping with you. It's fun. It's funny. It's funny. Uh, seems terrible, though. Yeah, they would <laughs> run away forever. Do you want to do this other one? Yes. This message is for Crystal Khan. It is from Stephen Sung to my dearest Crystal. By the time this Jumbotron comes out, maybe we'll be married for a whole year? Just to cover our bases, happy Lunar New Year, Valentine's, and anniversary. Hopefully we have figured out how to remove the matted fur from our penguins, or else you'll have some rowdy rock hoppers on our hands. 
Love you forever and always, Stephen. I want to know everything about this. I want to know everything <laughs> about Crystal and Stephen. I want to know why they do have rockhopper penguins on their hands and why there's matted fur in them and on them. Do penguins have fur? This is another yeah. question. See, I always thought they were called feathers, but maybe they are called fur. But does penguins even have feathers? I guess they do because in Happy Feet, sometimes yeah, the they're little pretty ones. fluffy. The little ones That's do, interesting because sure. I think of them as just being sort of these perfectly smooth. <laughs> like dolphins. Like dolphins. But mm-hmm. I guess they do get kind of puffy in the Happy Feet movies. Mm-hmm. Man. <laughs> I'm not proud that that's my touch. My touchstone. <laughs> that's the where we've learned the yeah. most about not even March of the Penguins. We've learned the most. Can't watch too sad from Happy Feet. Happy Feet, kind of sad, but it turns out okay. <laughs> I'm a psychic. My name is Psychic Carrie. I'm yes. Ross. Oh, what a pleasure to meet you. Of course, I knew your name was Ross, as I am a psychic. But please take a yeah. seat. Well, I was hoping, we, hoping could that that could we could talk about my, my podcast. podcast. Yes, I know. It's called Ono, oh, Ross, and Carrie. Yes. We investigate from uh-huh. science, spirituality, yeah. and claims of the paranormal. paranormal. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yes. This whole podcast, it sounds like it's been a real challenge for you lately. Actually, it's a lot of fun. Yes, exactly. Because it's so fun. I don't know how you this do it. This will be 75 dollars. Okay, that seems fair. Oh no, Ross and Carrie. At MaximumFun.org. You knew it was a .org. I have a gift. Schmanners. Noun. Definition. Rules of etiquette designed not to judge others, but rather to guide ourselves through everyday social situations. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. Every week on Schmanners, we take a look at a topic that has to do with society or manners. We talk about the history of it. We take a look at how it applies to everyday life. And we take some of your questions. And sometimes we do a biography about a really cool person that had an impact on how we view etiquette. So join us every Friday and listen to Schmanners on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? What you got? I have a cereal. <gasps> Can I guess? Okay. Am I going to be able to guess? Yeah. Okay. Cinnamon Toast Crunch? No. Kashi. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> you went I the went other the end. opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> Do you remember when we used to eat kashi? We used to, you used to buy, I say we, you bought kashi at the grocery store and we'd bring it home and be like, time for kashi. And it was sort of like gerbil food, <laughs> like pellets that you would get from a PetSmart or something. I grew up in a household with only healthy cereal. Uh, and so for me, my instinct when I purchase a cereal is to go healthy. Yeah. Um, that should give you a clue as to the cereal I am talking oh, about. Oh, Raisin Bran? No, not that healthy. Not that healthy. Somewhere in between... Cheerios? Yes. Oh, you're talking about Cheerios. I'm talking about Cheerios. Okay, okay. Do you have feelings about Cheerios? Not my favorite. You know what I loved, and I don't even think it's around anymore, but apple cinnamon Cheerios, I would destroy. Mm -hmm. Those were good. Mm -hmm. Honey nut Cheerios. Honey nut, for me, that's my favorite. That's the jam for you? Okay. 100%. I think I got burned out on it. I used to eat it exclusively when I was sick, and so I have like certain associations in my mind. Yeah. Uh, But man, apple cinnamon Cheerios. Ugh. I love I love a che- even even a plain Cheerio with uh, some bananas sliced up in Disgu- there. Disgusting. Or some strawberries. No thanks. blueberries. You there's nothing you can put in there that's going to make <laughs> plain Cheerios more palatable to me. 
That's disappointing to me. They had to start, like, all the commercials for plain Cheerios are now like, it's good for heart health. Yeah. And it's like, I need, I need a little bit more than that Cheerios. I'm going to talk about that, actually. I love my ticker, and I want it to keep on clocking <laughs> for a long, long time. But I need a little bit more for my cereal than just like, oh, it's good for the heart. You know? The, the crunchy and the that doesn't do anything for you? That it's crunchy? Uh-huh. Packing peanuts are crunchy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Lettuce is crunchy. <laughs> There's lots of crunchy things out there. If I wanted to just crunch, I would buy Kashi. <laughs> because of the friendly faces on the front? No, because it makes me poop on like a <laughs> schedule that I could plan a month in advance. <laughs> um, I was thinking of the Cheerio because of the versatility of it, because of the fact that I like you make to a eat it. a necklace with it. Yeah, you can make a Garland. necklace. Uh, also, the babies. You can give it to the babies. Sure, yeah. I, I think a lot now, you know, we are we are in the solid food land, uh, and I'm trying to get little son onto, like, picking up food and eating it. And yeah. so I'm always thinking about, like, what can I put in front of him that would be safe for him to eat? He, he's taken to that so fast, it is shocking. I feel like you you put a puff down in front of this child, and he's like, "What's he this? Let me see, huh? Okay. Well, he let me stick my age... whole hand in that bucket of puffs, <laughs> and let me just get at it." He's in an age where he puts everything in his mouth anyway, and That's so when he point. figured out, like, "Oh, this this one tastes good." Yeah. Uh, let's keep going. Yeah. Uh, Cheerios. If you had to guess when Cheerios came on the scene, what would you say? God, I I, I feel like all those sort of like staple cereals uh-huh. are much older than I would think Mm -hmm. i'm going to say like 1890 (laughs) no 1941 oh fuck i was 50 (laughs) years off actually so so 1941 they were called cheery oats i like that they had a physicist working for general mills and he invented a puffing gun machine that puffed oats into the o shape by shooting them with a puffing gun this this is the thing like they had to get the technology like yeah, before it sure. was just flakes it was frosted flakes you know but this was like a like a really circle blew it right up yeah uh after that you could get tricks in 1954 and cocoa puffs in 1958 like this so technology, once they got this cool cereal gun yeah it really opened a lot of doors uh-huh. and mouths uh but cheery oats they couldn't continue calling it uh because quaker oats said that it was trademark infringement. Because they used the word oats? <laughs> yeah, Get like, the fuck over yourself, Quaker Oats. <laughs> like, we own oats, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So in uh, 1945, they changed to Cheerios. It's a better name. It is a better name. They like this. So they tried to get it going uh, with a mascot called Cheerio Leary. Cheerio Leary? <laughs> Was this like a sort of leprechaun situation? Uh, so I looked at it to see if there was any like real super insensitive Irish overtones. There are not. Okay. From what I can tell. Uh, You're just... not Irish though, so I <laughs> yeah. feel like you should leave it to... Well, I mean, Fair. I'm Scotch-Irish. I don't even Fair. know that. No, I... I mean, you would be a better judge, I guess. Yeah. I'll have to show it to you and you can see if you're offended. Okay, let me see. By Leary. Oh, honey, this is super offensive. I'm looking at him now. This you is are so not. Was he? <laughs> He's just eating a big potato, Rachel. That you can't do that. Um, she. So they started to say like, "Don't say good morning. Say cheery oats." Uh, which then they it works better as cheery oats. <laughs> it does. 
Uh, there was also the Cheerios Kid uh, and his sidekick Sue. Um, why did why did he why did he need and get a sidekick? They also had Hoppity Hopper, uh, which was an animated frog, which I could see. You know, when Diggum came around, maybe caused oh, some tension. Man. God, I love Smack so much. <laughs> um, they also did a lot of co-branding. So they did Rocky and Bullwinkle. Um, they did some Mickey Mouse Club stuff. Uh, really trying to get their foothold in the, like, kids' kids cereal. I, you know, like, if you think about it, back in the day, eggs, bacon, you know, but then... Eggs, bacon, and toast. <laughs> Sorry. I think about the eggs, bacon, and toast a lot. The song from Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. That the okay, Gergich, that the Gergich yeah. family sings every morning <laughs> when they eat breakfast. Uh, so this was like 50s and 60s. This is like, you know, women are, are going to work. Yeah. And uh, they don't have time to put Fry together a big bacon. meal. So yeah. cereal was kind of the way to go. Uh, so first variation on Cheerio, uh, you would think, would be the honey nut. But the way you said that makes me know that it is not. <laughs> You're so good at this now. Thanks. Yeah, I know the <laughs> rhythms. Uh, Nineteen seventy-six cinnamon nut Cheerios. See, I yeah. think you would have liked this. I think I would have too. Uh, Honey nut came three years later. What's the name of the big circular crunchy cereal that's like nutty flavored that has like little little crumbles? Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? There, it's like big circular. Is it Weetabix? No. No, I don't think it was that. I don't think it's still around. I have a very vivid memory of one time I was at my grandma's house and I ate this dope big big Cheerios with like nut flavor chunks all over it. I don't think I know. And then I went out to play at like a community playground and slid down a slide into a big pile of leaves and a spider bit my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that day a lot. I was like, this is good ass cereal. Crunch, 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 slide. And then I got crunched. My hand got super fat, <laughs> super, super swolled. <laughs> the, the fact that those memories are inextricably linked. So linked in my mind. <laughs> Did you never eat that cereal again? I would still, yeah, I would destroy that cereal. Are you kidding me? I loved it. I don't it. think I know what this is. When you say big, do you mean like what? Like the size of an Oreo big? Not that big. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was the sort of fruit fruit loop circle, oh. which is about I would say 50% larger yeah, yeah, than yeah. a Cheerio. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what that is. All right. I'm sure we'll hear though. Maybe it was a square. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Google nut squares while you continue. <laughs> nut square cereal. Square nut cereal. Squirrel squirrel nut. All right. Now I'm getting my my little Google puck that I forget that I have in the corner is now telling me where I can buy nuts in the city of Austin, <laughs> which is great. Stop. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so Cheerios has had many flavors. Uh, apple cinnamon was 1988. Uh, so you barely remember a world without apple cinnamon Cheerios. That's true. Um, frosted in 1995, fruity 2006, banana nut 2009, chocolate 2010. Chocolate is is what our our big son enjoys. Big son does like those. Uh, 2015 is where they brought ancient grains, which contains oats spelt in quinoa. Unfortunately, berry burst and dulce de leche were both discontinued. Berry burst, I remember being kind of yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I dreamed this cereal, by the way. It does not exist. I'm sure you didn't. You know who you should ask? It's Justin McElroy. Yeah. Yeah. Regional cereal expert. Um, the other thing I like about the Cheerios is that there's like no allergens in it. Oh, yeah. You'd be surprised how many cereals have soy and or milk just baked in. Yeah. Uh, All cereal has milk when I am in charge. <laughs> When I'm when I'm holding the reins, all cereals. Is got that is that what it says on your Twitter bio? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh huh. Cheerios are gluten free as of 2015. General Mills removed cross contamination, uh, which you know, if if you've got wheat up in the machines, then you are cross contaminating. Mm. But they they took it out of the, the equation now, and so gluten free. Mm-hmm. And apparently that that generated some real business for them because a lot of folks out there are living that way these days. Yeah. Uh, so to the heart health issue, this was interesting. So in 2009, the FDA took issue with the claim on Cheerios boxes that Cheerios can lower bad cholesterol by 4% in six weeks. Uh, FDA said you either need to change the print on the Cheerios boxes or apply to get Cheerios classified as a cholesterol-lowering drug. <laughs> that would be fucking hysterical. So now the label says that eating Cheerios as part of a healthy diet may help lower cholesterol and the risk of heart disease. Wink. <laughs> you know. I love the idea, though, of Cheerios coming in a little prescription bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and costing $400. <laughs> Your doctor saying, like, here you go. Mm-hmm. Dose this out, but don't overdose. They would call it, so they would have to change it to something like calor- calorics or something cholesterol. <laughs> Calorios. Calorios. (laughs) Something like that. And then there would be commercials of like a grandma flying a kite with her grandkids like running around. And like a man on a bicycle and Mm -hmm. wearing like a polo shirt. Yeah. And the honeybee, but the honeybee is like, he's like wearing a black sweater and he's like looking out a window, looking kind of depressed. (laughs) With the newspaper. And with the newspaper. (laughs) And he's got like a rash. And then he eats the cholesterol oryx. And he's like, he's fun again. (laughs) He like goes out and and plays with his dog. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to Bowen and Augustus (laughs) for the use of our theme song, Money Won't Pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. And thank you to Maxwell and Fun for having us on the network. Max Fun Drive's coming up soon. And we're we're thinking about all kinds of fun stuff that we can do to to build support. Also, the, the, the MacWarries are on tour. Yes. Hey, come and see us. Why don't you? Maybe even in April when we're going to be in St. Louis and Kansas City and Minneapolis, uh, there's still tickets available for all those shows. And uh, St. Louis, me and Rachel are going to be opening with Wonderful, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, you can get tickets for that. I mean, just go to MacRoy.family. You can find all the details about the tours we're going all around this great nation of ours uh, over the next few months. So so please, please buy tickets and come out and see us because we haven't done this in a while and it would be great if we could <laughs> perform in theaters that were like full enough. You yeah, know what I mean? I will say there are tickets still available for St. Louis. Yeah. And uh, it would be nice because it's like the, the first big show now of the tour. Yeah, it's true. To have folks out there yeah. watching and, and cheering. Screaming. tearing their clothes wailing and you know what it's cheaper than trampoline it's cheaper than a trampoline and you'll get even higher if you know what i mean (laughs) i like that i like that (laughs) yeah (laughs) anyway anyway that's it thanks for listening we'll be back next week 
probably, unless one of our kids gets sick or you know, don't don't bounces put, too high. Don't into put that into the trampoline world. And they bonk into a tree branch, and the tree branch falls I down. Believe, they get a big lump on their head that comes up like a cartoon lump. I believe in the reverse secret. I don't know that I believe in the secret, but I believe in the reverse secret where you say bad things and then it becomes real. That's that's just called anxiety. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.